Yo, 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 it's the PDOT Show. I am your host of the Clear My Fitness Podcast. Let's go. Baby. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast, episode 105. Episode 105. That's uno zero cinco. Uno zero cinco. <laughs> hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It feels so good to be back. I am glad to be back. I am your host, the PDOT Show. And this week, this week's episode is called Black Emotion. Black emotion. Now, when it comes into writing shows, I always make sure that it comes from a good sense of self. Right? Like I make sure that going into going into writing an episode, I factor out a lot of things. Things that I could say, things that I want to say, and things that I won't say. Uh I've been approached about doing other type of shows where the content isn't as clean as mine. So, and, and I plan on going on some shows. I'm I'm opening up um, a schedule to where I can do um, other shows with other people. And uh, finally, you know, there'll, there'll be a reciprocal thing going on here too with this show. But as I go and I write shows, you know, I tell you, you know, that I, a lot of times that I, I write shows while I run, I write shows while I'm biking because it comes easy. It, it just becomes like a natural thing. Like I'll, I'll take notes and um, I've been fortunate enough to be able to retain the information that, that hits me, the information that I seek when I'm, you know, seeking knowledge and reading books and I'm starting, I'm getting better at remembering exactly what I'm doing. So a lot of times, you know, there are things that you don't never, you never want to turn your audience off to, to what you say and what you do. But at the same time, some things need to be addressed regardless of how people may feel about it. You still go about it the right way because it's not what you say. It's how you say it. And in today's world, you're very limited to actually being real. One of the hardest things for a fake person to be is what? Real. One of the hardest things for an anxious person to do is to be calm. So there are many different areas of life that we may find trouble in. But it comes back to how you get your emotion out. And as a young black man, there are many things that, like I said, I can say things that I want to say and things that I know that I can't say because at certain stages of your life, you are afforded the reasonable doubt on where you're actually coming from, where your intentions are because someone who may not have amassed a certain amount of money, wealth, a lot of times their words their actions are seen through a magnifying glass. The same type of messaging could be sought after from someone that you know. But you tend to look at this person differently based on the status that they have. I fall guilty of the same thing as well. 
but here's where the knowledge comes in here where here's where the the wisdom part of the learning process this is where it comes in at because you understand that I say all the time opinions migrate all, all over time right and with that being said when people are moving to different stages of their life their wordplay things that they do and their actions are viewed through a different lens especially if you look something like or somewhat like what the person envisions, what they see through you. Because I've seen millionaires say the same type of messaging that someone who's a thousandaire, who's a hundredaire, someone who just doesn't have what it takes to go to the next level because they don't surround themselves with like-minded people or people who can have like-minded ideas, but we're great at certain areas of life where we can take and catapult each other if we come together with the right mindset. Right? So it, it, it gets to the point where You just have to let go of your old traditional ways, your cemented biases that you have even for yourself and go to another place where, you know, you can thrive through your sacred circle. I tell you again, always go back to listen to that to that episode whenever you question who you should have around you, who the people you need to have around you, the people who you need to reposition. And sometimes the people that you reposition are outside of that circle and it's okay. But back to going, you know, going back to what it is about a certain connection that you have with people based off their status, because influence is a hell of a drug. That's why you see so many influencers, because people in this society, in today's society, you're highly influenced off the the everyday routine that you have. It's it's heavily influenced, especially at this day and age, because people get paid to help you. come to their business, to their sites. We, we're, we're all with that. You have a smartphone, you have an iPad, you have a computer. You, The internet knows more about you than what you think. So those are the type of things that you like, you know, that I don't always talk about, but these are things that need to be said. You know, I was talking to a, a group of people the other day about Kyrie Irving, and I don't know everything exactly. That's why I haven't spoke upon it because I, I still want to attain more knowledge before I start talking about things that I, I'm not necessarily familiar with. But one of the things that I do understand is that he made a tweet, right? And the platform that he used it on, the, the platform that the movie is on is owned by a Jewish man. So you would kind of think in a sense that you get to make money off of this And you know what it did to your people, things of that nature that are in that movie from what I'm told and what I've read. But you take away from the person who, granted, he, I still, I mean, you know, you, you shouldn't publicize those type of things because if you don't say that, then you don't bring attention to who's actually distributing it. Because no one would really have paid that any attention, in my opinion, if, it didn't come out that Jeff Bezos, you know, it was on Amazon and, you know, you can watch the movie as many times as you want. He's a Jewish man. You know, he was once one of the richest people on the planet. So you get to make money off of things of like things of that nature. Cause that, that from what I'm told and from what I've read, it, it's a gruesome movie. So, but the thing is, is that there were certain emotions that have been brought out and things that have been said that if you really knew where you were from or you really knew where you came from, 
you would see that even as the culture that we're in, that we are stronger than what we know. Prime example, I was doing a little research about the 1920s and 30s. You know, I love the Prohibition era, but also it went into the Great Depression era. You know, I was just looking at how money just kept going up. But when it got to 1931, you know, the price of everything went down. But one of the things that caught my attention, it was in the 1930s. It was around the 1931, 1932. But the, the Negro League, for five years straight, had a higher attendance than the MLB. Just think about that for a second. The Negro League had way more people coming, going to their games than the MLB had itself. And so for five years, that happened. So the people who ran the, the Major League Baseball at the time, they were trying to figure out, like, why is everyone going to these Negro League games? Why? What attracts even our own, meaning Caucasian people, they were going to the games just as much as the black people were going to the games. And they couldn't understand why. But there was power in that movement. If you just take that out for a second, and you really think about that. For, so for five years, the Negro League had a higher attendance than MLB for five years. Just think about that. So as, ML, as the MLB was losing money, they were losing fans, they had to figure out a way to incorporate what other people saw in the Negro League, and they wanted to make it an estab- make it come back to their establishment because they were losing money. There were things being said that people didn't like, so they started taking things away. In comes Jackie Robinson. So, even though Jackie, if you, and if you go back, HBO Sports actually filmed like this, like this is an actual thing. So they. It's an HBO sports special from like 1990 with Samuel Jackson is actually the narrator of the show. So if you go back, he, he narrates a lot of these things. So, but what I'm saying is that the MLB knew that the Negro league had a higher attendance. So for five years, they had a higher attendance than MLB and they had to figure out a way to get black people coming back to their games and then, and the whites to come back to their games as well. This, this is just what has been said in, in these articles. So in comes Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, who a lot of the Negro players at the time, they'll t- and it's not out of hate, it's not out of spite. They had even managers who were saying, like, no, he wasn't the best player, but they wanted someone they they wanted someone they could control. As I'm saying, as the MLB, the MLB wanted someone that they could control. So if you look at Jackie Robinson's contract, there were like ten clauses in his contract that if he were to go against any. Of those clauses in that contract, he stood the chance to be hung. He stood the chance for his family to be destroyed, his house burned down. It, it, like, go look it up. It, it, like, when I saw that, I'm like, wow. That's kind of like what they're doing to Kyrie right now. It's like there are six things or seven things that you have to do before you have to, you're afforded the chance to come back. Now, granted, I don't agree with everything that he said, and I don't know everything. I'm just looking at this through, through this lens. Jackie Robinson had a no no retaliation contract. He could not say anything that would go against the clauses in that contract. And and this is back in. This is the 40s. So you realize that, and there's a lot of emotion that goes in with that. In today's world, like there's a lot of things that we want to say and a lot of things we want to do, but you can't say certain things because you're not afforded that grace yet. But just because that you have amassed a certain amount 
of wealth and status doesn't mean you just get to say and do everything you want either, especially if you don't have the platform to do it on. Elon Musk just bought Twitter for $44 billion. He didn't like what was being said and done in the world, so he went and bought the platform. That's what I want other cultures to start doing. Start to realize that if we came together, we can build and grow and go places we never been before. Let's take all the animosity, all of the jealousy, and use that for, for good instead of evil because I told you, when you sow what you don't need, you'll reap what you can't use. And we can't use any of that. Together we stand, divided we fall. And, and, I'm, and I'm, it's, it's at a point, I've been tired of the falling, but I've also seen progression. I've also seen love. I've also seen prosperity. Like these are the type of things that if we really came together, we can build and grow and go places we've never been before. I always say that. I want to get the emotions out. There are a lot of emotions that that I have that that translates into what the world needs to hear. And the masses will soon get to that point. Like I never take it for granted that I'm in 60 countries right now. This is season six. You know, starting out this show, it was always just in the back of my mind. Like I wanted to just quit all the time. But it's like I like I said last week, you know why you want to quit. But why do you want to keep going? I want to keep going because I realize that it's bigger than me. So even all the emotions that I that I have, instead of just sprawling out and just saying things erratically, I sit down, I take time out to write a show to help people who look like me and who don't look like me, but who are willing to listen because they understand that I'm not trying to change their mind. I just want to give them an idea. That's all that I want to do. I want to give you an idea. I don't want to change your mind, but I say thought-provoking things because in a way, that's a form of love. It's, a, it's, a, it's an expression. And I love you enough to just tell you that right up front. Like, know who you are. And once you know that, you can start doing things that you didn't believe at first because now you realize who you really are. You understand that it's bigger than you. We're in this together. And one of the things that I love is the fact that I I get great reception from people who tell me they don't even listen to podcasts. Like, man, you know, I'm not a real big podcast listener, but you know what? You say a lot of things that are just true. You say a lot of things that that resonate with me. And I told you, I just want to be relatable. I don't have to be right. Trying to fight to be right, that's tiresome. You know, there there's no there's no value in that for me. I want to provide value for people. Even when I saw I saw Wakanda Forever last week, I saw Black Panther, and I, I'm still not going to give the movie away, even though it's been out for a week. But I will say there are certain aspects of that movie that as a black culture, cultures in general, but more so to black people, because when I see all of the division, all of just the 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 nameless rhetoric that we, you just you just don't have to go down this route. Like There are things that are being done in this world to people that look like me that are just totally unfair. And we realize that. But. Do we realize where we can go if we came together and start building platforms for ourselves? You know, I want to start with the food aspect. I want to start eradicating food deserts because that to me, I'm emotional about it because I see what society offers us. I see what it offers my people. It offers them high blood pressure. It offers them chronic diseases and illnesses. 
aches and pains and diabetes. And I'm not saying it's all caused from that because certain things in certain cells, we get that there, you know, that's all a part of DNA, what is hereditary, what isn't. But what I am saying is, is that I know what has worked for me and I know what has worked for other people because I collectively talk to people on purpose. I can talk to anyone. I perform case studies all the time because I love the way that people think. That's why I even sometimes I'll, I'll watch uh, conservative t- TV and I, because they're like, why are you watching? Because I, I, I love people. I won't ostracize a relationship based off your political views because little do you know, we have more in common than we do apart. So if we have more pros than cons, you really need to outweigh what is good for you and what isn't. I was just watching the game last night and Steph Curry scored 50, right? And they lost. But the way that it was put out for him by scoring 50 and losing, they put up, this is the third time Curry has scored 50 points, and he lost. But this is the 11th time he's ever scored 50 points. So his record is 8-3. and three. But if they don't, if they didn't say the eight and three part, but if you don't look at it that way, then you will look like, oh man, that'd be an argument in the barbershop or something like, man, he, he scored 50 points and he lost three times in a row. But you don't remember the eight times that he, that he won prior to that. That's tough. Cause he's eight and three. <laughs> so quick are people so quick so far. I'm saying people are quick to forget, especially when, when it's not worded a certain way because they didn't put it like the, uh, the sportcaster didn't even say it like that. They were like, "Oh yeah, he, this is his 11th time scoring 50 points and his third loss." Yeah, but mention uh, mention those wins, baby. <laughs> mention those eight wins that you know that I had even when we scored when I scored 50 or more. So emotionally, like we're like you can be put in certain places by what you by what you look at what you consume because you can look at things and not consume it. But if you're consuming it, now you're becoming what you look at just like you are what you eat. So even when it comes to the food aspect, I told you, I want to change these things because when you sow what you don't need, you'll reap what you can't use. And there's no need to keep reaping the things that are tearing us apart. I love that movie Wakanda forever, man. Angela Bassett definitely deserves an award because there were moments in that movie that she just, you just felt it. And I felt it even as like when you look at the movie and you see every time they, they say we're home when, when they're flying on, a, on their ship and they're like, we're home. They, they, they come even in the first Black Panther to see that unity and community. It was just a beautiful thing. And I envisioned the world to really be like that one day. All cultures, all cultures aligned. I just want to see black people understand the the richness in our spirits, the richest richness in our hearts and our minds. And if we really realize the power that we hold, we'll get further and from where we are. It's just it's just a time for, for, for love and unity all together within itself. So many people are divided and they ostracize relationships because they don't agree on everything. I don't want to agree with you on every single thing. That's that's not that's not feasible. That's not that's not real. Now that's my opinion. You may feel that that's different, but I understand that the more pros than cons, I'll I'd rather take more pros than cons any day. I'd rather take more assets than liabilities any day. Right? Wouldn't you? <laughs> and I just don't like the fact that 
negativity comes first. Like things that sell, like like you see right now, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Instagram, they're all getting in trouble right now. It might not be big trouble, but they're 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 putting out, they're not doing a good job at like limiting certain content that they send to people. The ones that, you know, their websites are built off engagement. So the more engagement, the more money they make, the more ads they can shoot, the more revenue that comes into their company. So they're not really, you know, and that's just where the laws need to change. And that's where the legislation comes in. And that's why the voting is important. Not just only for that, but for a multitude of things. But you need to get into what, you know, into the voting process and looking after people and seeing their record and see what they what they value and what they don't. And see what's important to them and what's not. So I want us to all make sure that we, we, we get to the polls. We, we go ahead and vote Atlanta. We, man, Georgia, we really need y'all. I'm going to say Atlanta, but Georgia, go ahead. That runoff. Go ahead and vote. Let's let's get it. Let's make it happen because there are so many different things that we can do together than it is apart. And the more that we stay apart, the more that you're staying off the goal. You're staying off the mission. There's distractions, man. There's too many distractions right now. Let's come together. Let's build. Let's grow. And let's go places we've never been before. I told you. Just go back and look at the Negro League's attendance for five years. They had They outsold the MLB for five years but they sold people on the image that their ice was colder. So you took one person and you desensitize and you make him believe as if you, all you got to do is just fall in line. We can let one of you in, but it won't be too many. That's how some things in life are. This is just 2022. You know what I'm saying? It's not the great depression era. Some things that change, you realize that things are really still the same. So, before you ostracize a, a relationship based off of certain views, because like I said, if you have more pros and cons, like I said, Steph Curry's eight and three when he scores fifty. Anyone would love that winning percentage in anything. So don't ostracize a relationship because you only agree eight out of the three things. If you agree to eight out of out of three, let's just make it for, for math purposes, eight out of ten. You at eighty percent of the time that that's a great thing. That's a good relationship, especially if it's reciprocal, right? So we just have to look at things differently in order to start going places we haven't gone before. Start reading different books. I'm reading the Four Hour Work Week right now. The Four Hour Work Week by Timothy Ferris. I'm still reading it because I, I took a pause because I was reading another book, but I want to stick to this book because it's giving me a different value on life for my time and everything else. And I also just want to say a special shout out. It's two of my favorite Scorpios. It's their birthday today. My wife is her birthday today, and it's Carlisa's birthday today. They share the same birthday. Isn't that amazing? Like she gave birth on her birthday two years ago, and now she will forever. <laughs> I said, like, you will forever share a birthday with, with our daughter. So happy birthday to you all. I love you guys so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Two of my favorite Scorpios. I'm learning a lot about Scorpios. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about Scorpios, man, that I that I never knew before, especially now I'm raising a Scorpio. So <laughs> but go check out Wakanda Forever too. That 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 movie was great. And check out Plant Based Junkie, 1635 East 87th Street, Chicago, Illinois. I had the what's called the Junk Burger. 
It was an amazing burger. I loved it. I had the tater tots with it. It was amazing. Go check out Plant Based Junkie, 1635 East 87th Street. Tell them I sent you. I don't know what it's going to do for you, but just say y'all did it anyway. <laughs> All right. So go check them out. Go download seasons one through six now if you haven't. I, I, I love it, man, because I'm taking this to another level. And I, I told you, there will be guests. I'm working on it now because I, I finally learned how to work the dual screen. I said that last week. <laughs> but I have, and I'm happy about that. And um, I'm working some things. It's just all about scheduling at this point. It's just about scheduling. So once I get um, some schedules locked in in place and so I can do shows with other people, people can come on my show, I'll be good to go. So with that being said, know that I love you and it's nothing that you can do about it. And I'm out. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Let's go.